Dear listeners, Sai Ram. We now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 9th February 2017 as part of Thursday Live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Spend the day with Sai. From 6 a.m. to 9:30 p.m. on Radio Sai Thursday Live. Radio Sai Thursday Live. Stay tuned. Sir, dear listeners, and welcome to Vahini Satsang. Today, by Bhagwan's grace. we have a very very distinguished person as a guest as we discuss the fourth chapter of prema vahini bhagwan has very graciously sent to the studios today dr narsiman the director of the shri satyasai mobile hospital which has been operating for more than a decade serving the villagers the rural folk in and around puttaparthi raising their quality of life raising their health profile and dr narsiman was blessed by bhagwan to spearhead this initiative right from the time it started in 2006 someone who has tremendous experience in serving the villagers in conducting medical camps and also in ensuring that villagers do not fall sick So as always along with me Sai Prakash and let's begin the fourth chapter of Prema Vahini I'll play for you the first clip and then we begin the discussion Manava jeevitam Kshana kshanamu paiki sadharananga kanipinchutunnanu nijamunaku atlu kaadu andulo goppa artham unnadi jeevitam antayu ఒక మహాయజ్ఞ కర్మ ఈచ్ అండ్ ఎవ్రీ మూమెంట్ హ్యూమన్ లైఫ్ మే సూపర్ఫిషియలీ అపియర్ టు బి సింపుల్ బట్ ట్రూలీ ఇట్ ఇస్ నాట్ సో దెర్ ఈస్ అ గ్రేట్ మీనింగ్ ఇన్ హెరెంటినెట్ ది ఎంటైర్ లైఫ్ ఈస్ అ గ్రేట్ యాక్ట్ ఆఫ్ సాక్రిఫైస్ ఆర్ యజ్ఞ కర్మ సో దట్ ఈస్ ది ఫస్ట్ టూ లైన్స్ ఆఫ్ ద ఫోర్త్ చాప్టర్ ఆఫ్ ప్రేమ వాహిని and i'm tempted to say that just like bhagwan is telling human life even though superficially it may appear to be simple but it is very profound i feel this first two lines also even though <laughs> the superficially may appear to be simple but they are very profound because bhagwan is saying the entire life is a great act of service a great yagna karma sir only one thing comes to my mind when you see this Swami was once saying on the veranda, He's saying, How many people are qualified to wear this orange robe? He said, This robe which Swami is wearing is, you know, um, a sign of sacrifice. That uh, orange robe that Swami is wearing is pure sacrifice. 
and then he says how many people are able to actually wear this don this orange robe and um, here he says that every moment in life we think it's it is simple but um, the whole saga of human life itself is a great sacrifice or yagya karma and you know it would really uh, it's directly reflecting in your life <laughs> where your life is one of sacrifice of service and uh, of loving service so i just wanted to you know kind of take you back and ask one or two things like what is the spirit sir like when when he says the life itself is an act of sacrifice when you are doing service do you think you are sacrificing something uh if you look at it from a deeper uh, philosophical plane sir service itself is a sacrifice yes because of all the sadhanas mm -hmm. when you are doing service it is very clear that you forget yourself your body your family everything that is i and mine get dissolved because you have to get totally immersed in the act of trying to relieve either the pain or the suffering or the need of the beneficiary who is proximate or opposite to you true so the self in you has got lost mm -hmm. you have become selfless <laughs> that is why only in service as a sadhana the prefix selfless is used Mm. you don't have something like a selfless japa or a selfless meditation mm. because individual mm. has got himself lost dissolved or immersed and as you know the aim of sadhana is to transform oneself from individuality to universality very true so when you are immersed in service mm -hmm. it is nothing but an act of sacrifice beautiful wonderful In fact, the other thought also that comes to me is when Bhagwan is telling the entire life is an act of great sacrifice. I'm just tempted to think that perhaps many times we don't reflect on it, but everything in our life is actually sacrifice. Right from the time we are born, you have the mother who sacrifices so much just to ensure that we are born properly. we are born without any major problems then as we grow you find the mother continues to sacrifice and as you grow you have your siblings you you see your sibling sacrifice you see your father sacrifice and as you later on have a partner you'll find your partner sacrificing so we don't um, consciously see this but swami is saying that is what life is it is all about sacrifice and when you say you see nature nature also all the time sacrificing you you find that someone is sacrificing for the other in the nature the other thing that i want to ask you also because you are a doctor is this whole concept of sacrifice also plays out within our body isn't it sir like you have sometimes you know i have heard about this uh, uh, concept called neuroplasticity where though it is understood that various parts of the brain are meant for different functions and earlier it was thought that if this part of the brain is damaged because of an accident or any such uh, um, calamity you have you feel that that person will not be able to 
perhaps you know talk or perhaps see because that part of the brain is damaged but what they have found is with time other parts of the brain also begin to take over that function which they thought will never ever is never ever going to happen in fact we have the one famous story i read some time ago where they said this person is paralyzed and because that part of the brain is gone you can forget it he is never ever going to have those limbs move but suddenly they found that <laughs> this is amazing that you know some other part of the brain actually came forward and took over the functions so what i'm saying is i don't know but perhaps it happens in our body also isn't it so where you have lot of these unconscious <laughs> sacrifice that goes on continuously yeah you are right bishu what you mentioned we call it in medical parlance as compensatory hypertrophy mm-hmm. let us say suppose you take an organ like the liver even if 90% of the liver gets damaged owing to trauma or say a gunshot injury the 10% remaining liver it hypertrophies in medical terms it's called it enlarges or it expands its function and uh, that is sufficient to sustain human life but anyway as you said since i am a doctor going at a more what we call anatomical plane if you find in the human body every second there are thousands or perhaps lakhs or millions of cells which are dying for the simple reason that they are no more fit they think Mm-hmm. And the ones which are living, what they do is they go on undergoing a process of division. That is, one cell becomes two cells. So it's a process of sacrifice. The cells which feel that they are now not fit enough, they perish, and the ones which are <laughs> existing or living, they divide. Hmm. If that is at, say, a microscopic level or a more subtle level. the grosser level you find every organ in the body is doing some function which actually is meant for the whole body yes that is say for example the heart it goes on pumping blood it goes on contracting correct to supply blood for the whole of the body whereas what amount of blood the heart needs is very little <laughs> in fact has got what we call two coronary arteries whose diameter is only 1.5 mm and through these two coronary arteries it gets its own blood but it pumps so much blood say every minute it pumps for about 70 to 80 times it contracts similarly the kidneys are always in the process of trying to excrete out all the waste material so as you rightly pointed out even if you take the anatomical framework of the human body the act of sacrifice is always going on and uh, as you rightly said human life also if you take every individual partly lives and does works for his own self but to an equal extent or even a great ext- greater extent he lives for others sake yes like what all an individual goes to the office and tries to earn money is not only for himself for his children's education for his daughter's marriage so everybody and everything actually is in a process of sacrifice only the only thing the sacrifice sometimes becomes limited to a small sphere yes and this is where swami says you need to expand your heart you need to broaden your consciousness and finally again if you take it at the spiritual level for a sadhak 
the culmination of spirituality is sacrifice because the I has to merge into the absolute. The journey starts from I, then it becomes we, and ultimately he. Yes. Beautiful. Sir. Beautiful. So, looking at it from all dimensions, you know, sacrifice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of nature is the order of creation. Yes. Is the nature of human life also? Yeah. I mean, that is what if you have to summarize what is creation. It is sacrifice. Everywhere, everybody is sacrificing, though um, it is not apparent to us unless you really spend time, contemplate and see it from that perspective. In fact, it reminds me of one story. Uh, apparently, there was a shipwreck and there are two people who, you know, who managed to swim and they land in an island. And uh, so both of them, uh, they are complete strangers in that island and in that island is deserted. There is no one there. So... Both of them, they believed in God because God saved them. So, so they decide that let us occupy opposite sides of the island so that and let's see whose prayer God answers. So one of them is on the, say, north side of the island and uh, so he prays to the Lord, Lord, I'm just stranded here. Please give me food. I need food to survive. And the next day he sees that, you know, there are fruit bearing trees there. So he's very happy. God answered my prayers. And then once, you know, that need is satisfied, then he feels, God, I'm feeling lonely now. You know, I really need a companion. And next day he sees there's another shipwreck and there is uh, a lady that walks in. And so uh, he's, he proposes to her and now he has a wife. So he's very happy. And now after some time you know now that he's a householder he says god you know what i want a house and i want you know some more food and again the next day so he has a house he has some more food and then after some time he says you know what why should i live in this island here let me go and you know i live a proper life so the next day he prays to the lord again and uh, so what he sees is the next morning there is a beautiful boat which is uh, somehow arrived there so he can actually now escape the island and go so he jumps into the island with his wife and as he's uh, starting his journey, he hears this voice from the heavens and, and the Lord says, Hello, why are you leaving that other guy on the other end? He was also with you when you came. And he says, Lord, that guy is an unfortunate person. He has not got any of his prayers answered. Perhaps he does not deserve your grace, Lord. Anyway, I know you have answered all my prayers. You know how good and how pure I am. So, perhaps that is what is his destiny, Lord. Anyway, so, it is left to him because I don't think he deserves your grace. So, when he, as he was able to go, the Lord says, You foolish person, <laughs> do you know? You think your prayers are answered? All the time I was answering his prayers. What do you mean? Whatever I have prayed, you have answered the Lord? He says, No. Do you know what was his prayer? said, what was his prayer? His prayer has been only one since the time he came. Lord, whatever is that other person's prayer, please fulfill that person's prayer. So it is because of him that I answered all your prayers. The Lord says. So what I was thinking is, many times, you know, we, we think we are self-made or we think, you know, this is what uh, I have achieved. But we don't know so many people have invisibly Sometimes we can see two, three people who are visible, but there are so many people who have invisibly contributed. And I think that is what the whole creation is all about. All the times there is somebody who is sacrificing silently, covertly, overtly for you. And that is the reason why we are able to do what we are doing. 
<coughs> in fact, as Sir was saying, Swami often says in his discourse, na karmana, na prajaya, dhane, na tyage, na ike, amritatva, manasoho, that yes. He says, na karmana, means not by action and not by, you know, popularity, prajaya in the fame and name. Prajini, nothing, yeah. Dhane, uh, not by wealth. Not by wealth. But only by sacrifice. Uh, you can get, achieve immortality. You know, it is such a, uh, when I was just thinking about this, there is, uh, when Swami came to the Bangalore hospital, uh, inauguration of the Bangalore Super Specialty Hospital, Swami gave a discourse. And that clip is so powerful. Swami says, you know, go and serve the poor. Serve the poor. You know, it's there in that documentary, yes, in the that yes. starting of that uh, yeah. mobile hospital yeah, documentary. Yeah. He says, serve the poor. And he says, I am ready to give up my life in service for the poor. It says, what else is needed other than this? Just go and try to imbibe this one millionth of what spirit of service that I am having. So I think service and uh, sacrifice are kind of so intertwined that um, Swami says, when you serve the poor, that is the greatest. As one Swami said, service is your birthright. Somebody said that is what yes, I'm ready to sacrifice my life. I'm ready to yes. give up my life for in service of the poor. Wow. Wonderful. So let's move on to the next uh, clip. Nidra Samadhi. Bhoganu Bhomul Anintini Ishwarpana Chesipo Nidra Samadhi Kakamaremi. Dehame Nenu Bhaum Sarvatra Vyapinchunutavala Manushudu Vivekan Leka Dehapustikorku. అనేక సాధనాలు నిర్మించుకున్నాను ఈ దేహము పాతది జీర్ణమైపోయినను ఏదేని ఒక ఉపాయము చేత దానిని నిలబెట్టుటకు ప్రయత్నించుచుండును కానీ ఎంతకాలం ఈ దేహమనే పైతొడుగును నిలుపగలడు చనిపోవు వరకే కదా మృత్యువు యొక్క వారంటు వచ్చిన తరువాత ఒక్క నిమిషమైనా ఉండుటకు వీలగునా మృత్యువు ఎదుట అన్ని గర్వములు అన్ని హోదాలు అణగిపోవును కాన అహర్నిశలు దేహమును గూర్చి యోచించక పరమార్థమును పొందగోరి త్రికరణ శుద్ధిగా సర్వజీవుల కొరకు పాటుపడుటకు ఈ కాయమును కాపాడుకొనవలనే కాని నీవు ఈ దేహమే కావు ఆత్మవు ఇఫ్ ద స్లీప్ దాట్ వన్ ఎంజాయ్స్ ఆఫ్టర్ ఆఫరింగ్ ఆల్ ద ఎక్స్పీరియన్సెస్ ఆఫ్ ద డే టు ద లార్డ్ ఇన్ అ స్పిరిట్ ఆఫ్ సరెండర్ ఈస్ నాట్ సమాధి దెన్ వాట్ ఎల్స్ ఈజ్ ఇట్ Because of the all-pervasive feeling of I am the body, man, without discrimination, explores various ways to boost his physical being. Even when the body becomes weak and decrepit due to age, he continues to attempt to bolster it up by some means or the other. But for how long can this vesture called body be supported only till death isn't it once the death warrant arrives can one stay even for an extra minute all pride and position vanish in front of death therefore instead of thinking day and night about the body preserve it only for the purpose of serving all living beings with trikarna shuddhi or purity of thought word and deed so that you can realize the higher self 
as you are not the body but the atma so so many thoughts expressed in this uh, paragraph maybe you can just take uh, to begin with the first thought where bhagwan is saying that you have today everyone's exploring various ways to boost their physical being and then swami says you know even when the body becomes weak and decrepit you somehow want you know want to bolster it up somehow some means or the other you want to always carry on and sometimes isn't it sir we go to sometimes uh, extents which are laughable in in trying to you know carry on with this as bhagwan says an instrument nowadays we have not only dentures but also permanent implantation implantation of the teeth into the jaw mm. if the hearing gets impaired he goes in for hearing aids mm. the eye vision diminishes he tries to get it corrected by a cataract surgery it is not that these things should not be done i am not saying that way but then if these are done with the higher wisdom that after all aging is part of nature and uh, he reminds himself that now perhaps the number of years that is left at my disposal is not much i need to now do things in a larger perspective again coming to the point of expanding one's consciousness get myself involved in virtuous acts rather than trying to preserve this body by artificial means so the process is basically accepting aging it's not that you should not do things which can uh, perhaps uh, if not reverse but can correct it to a certain extent but at the same time your conduct and your inclination towards doing better things now that you are aging that sort of a dis- wisdom should dawn in you yeah in fact uh, as you were talking about how we somehow want to extend our life and sometimes you know in the point of also abusing what uh, god has given as a body in fact i remember on one occasion i was traveling the train and i had this person with whom i just uh, started this casual conversation and um, he said um, that he has diabetes and all that so i said what are you doing about it you know he said no nothing there's nothing that i have to do i have to just go to the doctor and you know he is given some medicines i said see along with that perhaps you know there is some other changes that you are supposed to do in terms of you know lifestyle and all that he said see when your car is not working properly what do you do you go to the garage okay you tell that guy repair the car i'll give you this much money <laughs> okay uh, he, that guy cannot telling give me put me more conditions I, the very fact that i'm giving him money he should just repair it here <laughs> so he cannot put conditions on you do this you do that 
so it will similarly see it's my body i go to the doctor he should tell me that okay i am paying money to the doctor he should tell me uh, okay take this 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 medicine you will be fine he cannot now give more conditions on me do this don't do this <laughs> i was like very surprised <laughs> he seems to be legally correct <laughs> <laughs> that's true i mean um this is such a beautiful point because he says that how long can you go on saving this body and how long can you go on kind of giving it importance you know there is a sense of uh, detachment that swami is trying to uh, bring about here he says swami gives this classic example he says this is my kerchief in the discourse he says this is my kerchief so that means kerchief is separate from me yes and he says this is my body so the body is separate from me and um, you know certain thoughts some of these thoughts that come to my mind swami would refer to himself as this body ee dehamu yes ee deham idu chesinappudu ee deham this body and this body's mother or this body's relatives or you know he would refer to it as this body like a third person so the right amount of care you know uh, when we did um, discussion on the 1990 series there were two discourses where he spoke on the human body and he says why should the body be cared for he said it is because it is a temple of god so when you look at the body as temple of god then you give it that due respect that you are supposed to give it otherwise if you overly give respect only to the body then you know you are just caught up in preserving it all the time <laughs> you are yes. not he says that that sense of sacrifice that sense of service he says uh, is not doesn't come out because you are you know all the time thinking you are this body and you are held up in preserving it yes in fact that is uh, what you mentioned about bhagwan giving the uh, example of the handkerchief i remember on so many occasions swami has done that exactly. you know swami used to say it is my handkerchief is it is separate from me right. you say it is my hand hand is separate from me <laughs> similarly it is my body <laughs> body is separate from me it is separate from you and the other thing also in this um, uh, discourse in in premavani bhagwan says all pride and position vanish in front of death right and again i'm reminded of how bhagwan used to always give the example of alexander mm and bhagwan says that alexander came to india and then you know suddenly he fell ill and uh, um so they called the best of doctors and they said we cannot uh, do much your days are numbered and that is when that realization dawns on him that i am like such a great conqueror i have conquered so much of earth I have the huge army with me. I have so much gold. I have the best of people, best of talent, but nobody is able to extend my life by in a few days. Right. And that is when he makes this request. His last wish is that after I leave, both my hands should be raised <laughs> and you should carry my body in that posture. in all the cities in all the streets of uh, greece and let people know and give them this message that this is what the message i wanted to convey this is my last wish it has to be done tell everyone that alexander the great who had 
all the army at his disposal all the doctors at his disposal all the wealth at his disposal could not <laughs> extend his li- life by a single day yeah incidentally in my case before i came to swami's fold uh, i was associated with an organization called divine life society whose uh, headquarters uh, the sivananda ashram is in rishikesh and uh, our bhagwan had visited the ashram twice and uh, called it a very favorable place for penance mm. so the sage uh, saint there swami shivananda always used to say remember god but in the same vein he used to say remember death mm. so these two things should be strong forces which should propel you forward in the spiritual path and he used to say remembering god equally important as remembering death wow in <laughs> fact yeah every day if you think that this is my last moment your day is going to be different as bhagwan used to say the divine photographer can click at any moment <laughs> yeah. always be prepared for it be prepared yeah. always keep smiling yeah. <laughs> let your picture come beautiful and then the last point here he says um preserve this body only for the purpose of serving all living beings with trikarna shuddhi purity yes. of thought word and deed so that you can realize the higher self as you are not the body you are not the body but the atma i mean as you are saying sir selfless service <laughs> <laughs> yes this is the only <laughs> path where the self <laughs> if you look at it as the ego yes less and less of ego <laughs> and more and more of yes yeah. but if you can just throw uh, some more light on this sir swami says the purpose is to serve all living beings with trikarna shuddhi what is serving with trikarna shuddhi what is serving with purity of thought word and deed what according to you is a service that is done with this triple qualification yeah um see services basically an act where there are two components or two say individuals the one who is doing the service and the one who is receiving the service the beneficiary what we call so i feel if swami says that seva has to be done with purity it means that the one who is serving should always look at the needs of the other or the problems of the other by putting himself in that position if he is if i am suffering with the same problem what would i expect if suppose i take my mother to a hospital how would i expect the people there in the hospital starting from the reception to the doctor how they would treat my mother so in the same way if you can identify yourself with the problem or with the needs or with the feelings of the person to whom you are serving i think that broadly encompasses what swami is trying to point out by saying you should do it with trikarna shuddhi or purity of thought word and deed and as a group once in an interview when one of our friends had asked swami bhagwan please tell us which is the single factor can you please tell us one single factor which would contribute to the success of the group in seva swami instantly shot back by saying purity of the leader unity of the group wow <laughs> beautiful yeah so you know obviously when there is no purity you know there comes other agenda 
especially mm. in seva though it is a very sort of a, a a sadhana which really in the modern context especially when our minds are so restless and it is difficult for us to do sadhanas like japa or meditation but still it has the inherent danger in it that maybe you are doing service for earning a name or a reputation somewhere the the ego factor comes up yes so if we again and again remind ourselves by having this pure thought in us that the seva i am doing is as an instrument of the lord the seva i am doing is for effacement or erosion of my ego itself for my evolution and in the process as a spillover effect somebody may be benefited that purity if you retain i think god's grace flows in continuously wonderful in fact um, there is this um, question dr john hislop asked swami in conversations with sai baba in that book so he says swami now we have understood you are saying i am not this body or not merely this body not merely the senses mind i am the divine force the atman now am i really soul <laughs> you have told all this i have heard all this i have understood swami says no then he says swami but uh, i know all this what what is the gap where is the gap swami says when you walk out on the street if you feel the suffering of the person who is there you should feel it not know that he is suffering when you feel the suffering then you are a realized man <laughs> wow. so that so that's that, a mark of realization that's the mark of realization is when you feel that unity when you feel that empathy when you feel one with everybody he says that is the state of realization not just knowing okay here is a person who is suffering when you see you actually feel the pain as if it's an extension of he is an extension of yourself so exactly as what you were saying that purity of thought would indeed will lead you to identify yourself Correct. completely with the person whom you're intending to serve so which only means that anyone who is evolved if he is really evolved then he has to be someone whose whole body has just become compassion exactly hmm. if if there is compassion pouring out of all the cells of his body then he's evolved <laughs> yes <laughs> wow yeah that's really superb <laughs> in fact very beautifully uh, you said you know purity of the leader unity of the group and that's what will take them to divinity yeah. i think that this is a this is a mantra i think for all the service initiatives that happen in the organization or whoever absolutely absolutely correct you know there there is no point we trying to do service but you know there are so many divergent views and we are all the time you know not decided about uh, what we will do how we will do and you know we ultimately end up doing something but among us only uh, there is so much of disharmony and you know uh, no cohesion i think then the whole purpose is lost yes yes I mean that is the basic level <laughs> you should start before you go to the advaitic <laughs> level of uh, <laughs> purity uh. wonderful so we'll uh, move to the next uh, paragraph tatvamasi aa aatma swarupam neevu idi mikkili unnatam pavitramu aina mahavakyam nashrahitamaina phalam edo aa lopala saram edo ade neevu ee dehamu kante bhinnamu nishkalankamu aina aatma tatvame neevu aa aatma tatva nimittame neeki shariram praaptinchinadi neevu ellappudu sthiramuga nundu ee shariramunu 
వాహనంగా చేసుకుని వచ్చుట ఎవరిని వారు నాశనం చేసుకున్నట్టుగా కాదు ఈ దేహంపై అధికారము వినియోగించి తద్వారా లోక కళ్యాణమును వృద్ధిపరచుట కొరకు ఈ మహత్తత్వము నిమిత్తము ఈ శరీరమును విసరవలను కర్మాచరణకే ఈ దేహం ఈ దేహము కేవలం నిమిత్తమాత్రమైన సాధనం ఈశ్వరదత్తమైన ఒక పనిముట్టు దాని అవసరం తీరిన నాడు దానితో అవసరం లేదు అట్టి నిజతత్వమును పొందువరకు దేహమును మాత్రం సర్వవిధాల కాపాడుకొనవలను తత్వమసి యు ఆర్ ద ఎంబాడిమెంట్ ఆఫ్ ది ఆత్మ దిస్ ఈస్ ద హైయెస్ట్ అండ్ హోలియస్ట్ మహావాక్య ఆర్ డివైన్ యాక్సియం యు ఆర్ దాట్ ఇన్డెస్ట్రక్టబుల్ ఫ్రూట్ అండ్ ఇట్స్ ఇనర్ ఎసెన్స్ యు ఆర్ దాట్ ఆత్మతత్వ ది ఆత్మిక్ ప్రిన్సిపల్ విచ్ ఇస్ డిఫరెంట్ ఫ్రమ్ ద బాడీ అండ్ ఇస్ బ్లెమిష్లెస్ ఇట్ ఇస్ ఫర్ ద సేక్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ ఆత్మిక్ ప్రిన్సిపల్ అలోన్ that you are given this body you the atma is always steady have you come with the body as a vehicle to destroy yourself surely not you are here to exercise authority over the body to thereby promote welfare of the world the body has to be utilized for this mahatatva or great purpose This body is meant for performing actions. It is a mere implement and instrument gifted by God. Once its intended purpose is served, it is needed no more. Until you have realized your true self, the body has to be protected by all means. So you have Bhagwan very clearly saying that you should know that you are the atma you are not the body bhagwan mentioned that in the previous paragraph but here he emphasizes it in so many ways <coughs> yeah basically swami is saying that that is the truth that is the ultimate truth but till you reach there till you go there you have to protect the body you have to use the body as an instrument you know swami used to give this um, very beautiful example of a flute and he says how the instrument should be in his hands uh, it should be like the flute the body should be like the flute completely hollow and uh, he says the body um, should be uh, completely hollow in the hands of god so that the music can be played and uh, this analogy is you know <laughs> very beautiful and we have heard it many times in many discourses i'm just reminded of one personal episode where swami was uh, you know very sweetly said uh, something on these lines because i wrote a letter to swami in those days you know if you write a long letter and give it to swami then he would just take it and go but if you write a one liner you know <laughs> he would stand right next to you and read that letter <laughs> and he would immediately give uh, you know his point of view and all that you can see his reaction swami would give a reaction and so yes. and often times you know it's just to keep him uh, you know uh, to hold swami right next to us and take a namaskar and you know he can touch his feet as he's reading your letter so one of those days i had written to swami swami please make me an instrument of the 
so you know that is also a part of the prayer which swami himself oh lord take my yes. love and let it flow in fullness of devotion to thee in that prayer oh lord make me an instrument to work that's what swami writes so oh lord make me an instrument of thee i wrote and gave that slip to swami swami took that slip and he was standing there and he said instrument instrument then he made a very beautiful remark he said ee sari em instrument teesukoralede he said basically in this avatar i have not brought any instrument <laughs> and he said except this and he showed his hair you know uh, that's oh. such a beautiful the idi tappa he showed his hair because if you look at it his hair is what i came with him and yes. he said idi tappa and uh, very beautifully <laughs> gave a smile and yeah, he said ee sari em teesukoralede he said <laughs> so wow. you know when i'm saying that instrument he says use the body itself as an instrument um that's what this is what came to my mind yeah see if i look at the paragraph i can see two sections vividly and so beautifully sir the one section you know the first half of it is the ideology part of it correct where swami is trying to point out what are you mm-hmm. but the second point swami quickly comes back as mm-hmm. you know swami is intensely practical <laughs> he comes to the methodology of it yes right how not to be caught in the you know whirlpool of only ideology but right how to act correct and in this context again like each mm. one of us we have some you know incidents which happened you know the divine encounters which we had with bhagwan i would like to share one with you regarding this atma you know sort of concept so there was a period in my life when i used to bother much about all this atma brahma god realization mm-hmm. self realization all that you know the <laughs> aim of spirituality is that and all mm. you know at that time um, uh, you know um, the old students of bhagwan every new year eve they organize medical camps in the villages around puttaparthi and right. i was yes. one of the doctors so evening when we all sat as a group Swami asked, um, how many of you are there? And some number was told, but Swami said, no, there are also paramedical. He didn't like that. As you know, it's not that Swami doesn't want paramedical staff to sit with the doctors, but he is a disciplinarian. You have said that it is only doctors and now paramedics. So mm. I thought I'll cover up the situation. I went up on my knees and said, no, Swami, we did some cultural program, Sanskritika Karikram Al Chesebo. Mm. Uh, so that's why they are all, also with us, mm. as though that's an excuse. Mm. then swami said what did you do then said swami we had a talk on health and hygiene he said chala santosham very happy mm. and then we enacted a drama on alcoholism swami mm. oh anna ni kal mokta tagaku yeah. my dear brother please don't take alcohol i would go to the extent of holding your feet mm. then swami asked me nuve match chese va drama lo yes i did have a small role in that mm. then i said swami doctor ga mm. Swami said, You are a doctor, right? You are not a doctor. Swami said, You are yourself a doctor. How can you act as a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was perplexed and you know, I couldn't come back with any other uh, sort of a counter-quality. <laughs> something, you know, people around obviously, you know, they all laughed. Yeah. But back home, I knew Swami must have meant something very deep. So, I was waiting for an opportunity to clarify from Swami. Because Swami says that I will not waste even a single word. you know Absolutely. my energy I, yeah. i won't waste even a single word it has a purpose so the next time luckily when i got an interview i asked swami swami what did you mean that day when you said do a doctor mm. then swami said burle edo petkuto you keep so many thoughts god realization you are god i am god 
I know I am God. You don't know your God. Oh. And then he said, "Don't bother about all these thoughts. All of you are already realized. But you have to act in life as an actor does on the stage." And he said, "But your acting is very difficult." Do you know why he Swami asked? <laughs> See, now you are there. He looked at me and said, "You are a son to your parents. You are a husband to your wife. You are a brother to your brothers and sisters. You are a worker in the office. You are a neighbor in the place where you stay in the neighborhood. So you have to play all these roles, but you have to play it perfectly, and that is realization. That is atmic realization. He said, "My goodness! <laughs> If you play all these roles perfectly, just as an actor on the stage, he knows that he is not like a policeman or whatever role he is. He is uh, enacting, but he plays the role of that." policeman in the most perfect way swami said this is realization so don't break your head over all these concepts so again i see here <laughs> the first part swami has talked about atma and all but the second part quickly again swami is coming back to service and how the body has to be utilized for this purpose and uh, the last sentence as you know again swami says the body has to be protected by all means especially for this purpose and as a doctor i really know the meaning of this and uh, in this context often i quote what um, sri adi shankara one who had negated the world he said the world is a creation of the mind maya and all that mm-hmm. but when he was asked which is the greatest asset for man in a spiritual pursuit he said not only spiritual pursuit but even for vyavaharik life samsarik life worldly life he said it is not buddhi or viveka you know he was a vedantian you know we expect him to say buddhi vairagya viveka and all he said arogya mm. so in the context of we health, bro- yeah, good health good, yeah, good health. health so in the context mm. of we brothers being in swami's work i feel all the more that all of us should pay especially me personally talking uh, speaking we need to pay attention to our health protect the body and again once when you know in an interview we showed swami an album wherein in a village service we had renovated a temple mm-hmm. swami said ee sari chesaru manchidi it's okay it's okay you've done this good but nijamaina mandiramu ee sharirame ee mandiranki inka ekko seval cheyandi he said your true the temple is your temple, body the true temple is your body do more service for this so he, he emphasized the importance of our taking care of the body of course not for you know um, uh, sensual pleasures but mm. for the higher purpose for which swami is again and again reminding us yes wonderful in fact uh, i just want to connect what you said about bhagwan saying that if you perform your role perfectly that itself is uh, yes. self realization yes. and that's what swami is saying also in the first line of the previous paragraph where swami says if the sleep that one enjoys after yeah, offering yeah, all correct. the experience of the day to the lord in a spirit of surrender If that is not samadhi, then what else is okay. samadhi? Yes, <laughs> that is what is samadhi. Swami is saying. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> And in fact, we have experienced that, isn't it? You know, someday when we, if you have spent that day, uh, constantly thinking about God or having that feeling so much con, so much uh, um, overpowering your mind that you know I am doing it for God, I am doing it for God. And I think those those days you can really sleep so well. there are no thoughts disturbing you and you actually are very active even if you sleep for very few hours isn't it even yes. few hours of sleep sleep also is yes. enough for you 
yes and when you lie down you feel sometimes out of the body yeah. it's all bliss only it's all bliss only yeah. deep sleep is yeah is really bliss yeah. wonderful what sir narrated is so beautiful yes. and what swami said yes. that if you play a role properly that itself is realization yeah, that is so he says don't waste time thinking about <laughs> yeah but I, i think as sir also said it is important to know the 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 philosophy and the ideology yes yes but the practical application is yes just do your role perfectly and and as bhagwan is very clearly saying the other important point here that you have to exercise authority over your body yes bhagwan is very clearly saying that you know what is happening most of the time you know <laughs> the body is exercising authority over us yes and that mm. is the reason why you know we pander to the body we indulge and mm. everything is because we allow the body to exercise authority over us but swami is very clearly you, you have to exercise authority over the body but only yes. for promoting welfare of the world i think yeah and uh, with a great sense of humility I, i would say that you know even if i am not well i feel that if i go for seva and get myself immersed in seva i don't feel the pain or the or you you know you may be having fever or even the fever or the pain or discomfort you don't feel it when you go back to seva and only when you come back you feel so i feel better it is uh, to go for seva rather than <laughs> you know sleeping at home <laughs> mm, yes uh, wonderful this uh, you know this whole uh, thing of selfless service and the body uh, you know immersing it in seva there is this beautiful episode of um, um a seva dal you know when there was a very big function in puttaparthi swami's birthday and um, there was this uh, human waste sewer uh, sewage uh, um, the line which had got blocked and without second thought this sevadal jumped into it yeah, manhole and then actually he cleared the block and um when you know the function was over and there's nobody who reported anything to swami everything went on well and then swami was actually giving padnamaskar to all the sevadals i believe when swami came near him swami swami was so happy he blessed him he says this is your last birth <laughs> wonderful, you know, wonderful. He says so he made him stand up <laughs> and he say you know what this boy has done for swami's sake he he means that that moment there was there was no selfishness at all yes. absolute selflessness he just said oh my swami's function this is happening he just jumped into that manual and just cleared that block and then swami says for this there is no rebirth <laughs> this is wow. fact, that that <laughs> is a very beautiful <laughs> it's a very beautiful example to demonstrate also how at that point in time if that person has thought i am the body he would not have been able to do it absolutely mm. he thought that i am just a servant right i am just an instrument, instrument. exactly just an instrument mm. because that feeling was so overpowering i think he, he was able to remove his shirt <laughs> and just jump in <laughs> and i think if if you are that confident about it i think if that feeling is so suffused in us and i think then every moment <laughs> you can live like a realized that orissa sevadal yeah yes yeah. amazing beautiful in fact also here um the other thing that i noticed he is so misling unless until you have realized your true self the body has to be protected so i'm saying the body doesn't have to be decorated doesn't, yeah. doesn't have to be indulged nothing only protected yeah 
that is very clear yeah. very clear in in fact uh, when i often uh, recollect uh, the twin sadhanas which uh, swami has prescribed for this uh, yuga uh, namasmarana on the one hand and niswartha seva taking god's name and selfless service uh, when i think of uh, namasmarana taking the lord's name i am reminded of what uh, sri ramakrishna paramahamsa had said when somebody asked him till what stage we should follow these rituals these practices taking god's name puja and all then he told it seems when on hearing the name of the lord itself tears start coming out of your eyes till that stage you have to take the name of the lord and when it comes to selfless service niswartha sevas when swami was asked till what age we have to do seva swami swami said no age you have to do seva till the last breath of your life <laughs> <laughs> oh yes Uh, wow in fact that is what is so when you said that every second every minute we perhaps need to lead the life of that orissa sevadal hmm. yeah uh, yes, yes indeed we need to do yes. that way i think if really we have to please our master <laughs> yes in fact the other thought also that comes to me is when the avatar came in a human form this is what he demonstrated to yes. us you know i remember in so many interviews uh, bhagwan used to tell us because you know we were little kids we never got it so i used to always say see this body from top to toe dawn till dusk it's only service it's only selfless service and in fact when in the first paragraph also where bhagwan is saying the entire life is a great act of service a great act of sacrifice i think that is what we saw in bhagwan also i think whenever avatars come they give us a, a complete demonstration of it if only we have the eyes to today when you look at bhagwan's life at uh, and you know you see every instance of his life now you realize that at every moment we are only thinking of the other person so the avatar comes to tell us that if a body is given if you have a body how that body should be utilized when swami is telling that the body has to be utilized only to promote the welfare of mankind and swami's body is the grandest example of that yeah. <laughs> of how you can lead a life only for the welfare of mankind and one other thing also swami is saying here when he is talking about the atmic principle swami is telling you the atma is always steady i think if if we remember these thing one thing i remember again here Uh, again as a school student some used to uh, say that whenever any uh, thoughts come to you which are um, not uh, good thoughts keep telling yourself i am not an animal i am man i am not an animal i am man i remember some used to tell us an as a school student i used to think what is this i mean we we thought some will give us some magic formula you know but some <laughs> tell this if if you get this thought tell i am not animal i am man then then some say i am divine i am not man i am divine i am not man i am divine you should keep telling and in fact but i think as you grow and when you do this exercise it really helps actually yes it helps so much because just that assurance to yourself that you are not ordinary that you are divine i think if, if i just sit and you know for for 5 minutes if i just say i am peace i am peace or i am love i am love that itself actually changes <laughs> changes me isn't it changes my perspective changes the way i look at things it it it, it will alt- it will immediately calm me down it will it will change the way i look at things also i think just that assertion to ourselves also is so 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 powerful yeah auto suggestion what yeah, we call <laughs> yeah yeah so 
well i think as you said uh, we, we need to remember the understand the philosophy but also having understood that we have to practice it and the way to practice it is what bhagwan has uh, also very beautifully mentioned maybe we'll i think time is running out maybe we'll just listen to the fourth paragraph okay and then we'll continue the discussion in the next week salikalallo vesina dustulu endakalamuna dharintuma atte prapancha vyamoham ane gaalulu veechunanta varaku aa gaalulaku taalalenanta varaku ee malinamaina మందమైన తోలితిత్తులు అవసరం వాటిగాలి మానవుని మనసునకు కానీ కాయమునకు కానీ వాక్కునకు కానీ సోకకుండినా సూక్ష్మదేహమును ధరింతురు డూ వీ యూస్ ద క్లోత్స్ వోన్ డ్యూరింగ్ వింటర్ ఇన్ సమ్మర్ టూ లైక్ వైజ్ యాస్ లాంగ్ యాజ్ ద గేల్స్ వర్ల్డ్లీ అటాచ్మెంట్ బ్లో అండ్ టిల్ వీఆర్ అనేబుల్ టు విత్ స్టాండ్ సచ్ గేల్స్ This dull and dirty human vesture is essential. Once this gale does not affect one's mind, body or words, then one can assume a subtle body. So, Swami is uh, here very beautifully saying that you need the body as long as all these... Uh, qualities affect you all the gunas affect you until that point you definitely need the body and i think there is much more to discuss on this <laughs> you just hope i don't know whether we'll be able to have dr narsimhan next week <laughs> on vaini satsang because you, you are here generally on the first 12 13 days of uh, this um every month for the mobile hospital seva but we just hope that you can join us in future yeah. sessions whenever <laughs> you are in puttaparthi yeah definitely we'll uh, try to meet and sit and uh, you know ponder over what swami has told us on so many occasions because here yeah, all these beautiful little little conversations that you had you know that those are actually the mantras <laughs> those really <laughs> help uh, yes. someone who wants to you know dedicate their lives uh, for service and everyone has to dedicate their lives for service yeah. there is no <laughs> there's no choice <laughs> there's no, no choice, choice. <laughs> so wonderful So with prayers to Bhagwan uh, we bring this session to a close and dear listeners if you have any queries or suggestions i know there was a bit of a problem with the mics so in case you miss anything please do write to us we would like we would get in touch with Dr Narsimhan and clarify your um, queries if you have any suggestions or any questions also based on your reading of prema vaini please feel free to write to us we would be very happy to take that up and discuss in this forum with gratitude to bhagwan for giving us this beautiful opportunity to ruminate on his immortal message we bring this day long thursday life to a close as always thanks to each one of you for being with us through this wonderful journey of living in his love and soaking in his message thank you so much sara You were listening to an episode of our program Vahini Satsang. This episode was first aired on the 9th February 2017 as part of Thursday live from Prashant Indalam on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. Thank you and Sai Ram. <laughs>